You're listening to the Boogeyman's Closet Podcast. Explicit language and spoilers ahead. You've been warned. We are back for another episode of the Boogeyman's Closet. As always, I am Mike Alvarez. Maurice Hilver. Susie Hunt. <laughs> and we are here for our Halloween special. Spoopy Halloween movies. Like, you know, we cover anything other than that. Um, it's our 2022 Halloween special. We're covering the original 1931 Frankenstein from Universal Pictures. Uh, it's an hour and ten minutes, directed by James Whale, uh, who also did The Old Dark House, The Invisible Man, and The Bride of Frankenstein. Um, I have already said multiple times on this podcast and many others that this is a Halloween staple for me, but we're going to go around the table and see what everyone thinks. Maurice, as you are a resident Universal Monster guy, oh. what are your thoughts on Frankenstein? <clears throat> God awful. You rat bastard! See the acting in this? <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. And then when he gets thrown off the tower. That is the worst dummy I've ever oh my seen God, in my dude, life. I laugh so hard every time. No, I love this movie. Um, <laughs> it is terribly acted, and oh, that yeah. dummy was awful. We'll talk about that later. Oh, yeah. But no, I love this movie. It's a classic. I watch it every, every uh, October. Where does it rank in the pantheon of <clears throat> Universal Monsters for you? For me? Yeah. Two. I know Creature's number one. Two. Is this your second one? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I don't include all the spin-offs, though. Okay. In my ranking. Like Son of Frankenstein? Yeah, like... Ghost of... And yeah, like... Abbott and Costello. Ghost, Creature, Frankenstein, one. Dracula, Mummy, and then... We just watched The Mummy. Invisible today. Man. See, mine is very similar. I Mine is... I think Frankenstein or Creature is tied for number one. I can never decide. Wolfman is right behind that. Then I like Dracula and the Mummy. yeah. Not Invisible Man. Why am I thinking Invisible Man? I mean, that's a good one, too. Yeah, uh, Wolfman. I met Wolfman. Two totally um, different actors. Yeah. Oh, Larry Talbot. Yeah. But <clears throat> I enjoy them all. But, no, I love this movie. Uh, it's. I like it because it's very short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, it is. I, I think most movies should be like this. I mean, most of the Universal monster movies are pretty short. Yeah, I'm talking about movies now, because there's a lot of times where it's now in 40 minutes, and it should really only be an hour 20. What? Like people's going to end tonight? I was going to say, like we just discussed yeah. on our Patreon, the Halloween ends. <laughs> that went, um, like, 20 minutes far too long. Jesus. Uh, there's a lot of questionable things here, though. Um, like, when uh, Maria dies, or... Is it Maria or Maria? Maria. 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 Like, how the hell does the father know it was... It was the monster that did it. He was, no, yeah. no one was around to see it. Exactly. <laughs> there's the a lot of there's it. a lot of logic leaps. The monster that no one knows about. No, no, because remember earlier they were like he's been seen terrorizing the the hillside. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And it's like I love how no one questions like, hey, you know that that thing you made? <laughs> it's killing people or it's terrorizing. Everyone's just like, oh, congratulations on your wedding. By the way, the monster you let loose on us it's gonna fuck us up. Yeah. Like <laughs> nobody really cares. <clears throat> But again, he's rich, so... He's a baron. He's a baron. Yep. Uh, the music's really good. I like the music. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not really much to say. I mean, it's, 
there's not too much really going on <laughs> right. in these movies. Uh, but these movies really do like cut right to the chase. Yeah, they really do. Yeah, and then they like end I, just as quickly. <laughs> like I said, that's how most movies should be. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I definitely don't disagree with a lot of movies tend to linger. A li- they're a little too indulgent. I've, I'm a fan of only take the time you need. Yeah, you know, if a movie if a movie's like Lord of the Rings and you need two hours, you take don't the need two three hours. hours to do a Lord of the Rings movie. <laughs> but, <don't> stop. <laughs> but that's the, when when we have a slasher movie, for example, that goes uh, like almost two hours, it's a little surprising. The only one I'll give a pass to is Terrifier Two. That no. that was awesome. I haven't seen it yet. No spoilers. Oh, so good. But, well, Susie, we'll toss it over to you. What are your thoughts on Frankenstein? I love it. <laughs> I think that all of us know what my number one is. Oh, yeah. The it's Bride. The sequel to this one. The Bride. I watched them both this week. I've actually watched this one three times. Mm-hmm. Watched it thrice. I think the set designs are just beautiful. Mm-hmm. The makeup. I mean, this was like cutting edge. Oh, yeah. For that time, and Shane doesn't like horror, but he really doesn't like black and white films in general. Mm -hmm. I've tried to get him to watch the Universal Monster movies with me. He fell asleep during Dracula. I told him (laughs) I would break up with him if he fell asleep during Bride of Frankenstein. Like, fell asleep (laughs) as in he was snoring. That's how I knew he was sleeping. I think the set design is fantastic. I think the makeup is fantastic. That scene when we first see him. Yeah. And he comes in the room, but you don't see his face. He backs into the room. Yeah. And then turns around and you get to see him. It's just... And they do the three-step close-up. Yes. It's just... It's... (sighs) Sit down! (laughs) It's fantastic. Henry's father is my BFF. Oh, the Baron is awesome. I love the Baron. Um... He's just a cranky old man, and I love it. Yep, and he's got that fun pipe. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I don't, there is some logic things going on, but overall, oh, yeah. I love this. Like, these movies paved the way for the Hammer movies, paved yep. the way for horror that we see today. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I can't say enough good about it. I love, love, love this movie, in case you couldn't tell. <laughs> and it's and, also really sad too because mm-hmm. he doesn't know any better. Yep. Especially with Maria, <clears throat> which we'll get to. Like he sees the flowers float. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of comical, but I can't, I can't help it. I lose my shit laughing every single time <laughs> because of Boris Karloff's face. Like when he turns around, he's got the look. I need an adult. Like he's got that look on. His well, he face. does need an adult. <laughs> oh my god! Every time I crack up. But yeah, I I. Friggin' love this movie. James Whale is a fantastic director. Mm-hmm. I think that the Colin Clive is just perfect as Henry Frankenstein and the Doctor. Um, what the Waldman. Yes, he's your uh, he's your old school uh, Jeffrey Holmes. Yes. Yeah, he kind of does have that feel to him. You're right. Yeah. Wait, are you talking about Edward Van Sloan or Clive? Clive. Yeah. Uh, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, uh, who plays Henry? Yeah, yeah. where is Colin Clive? <clears throat> Colin Clive. He yeah. he's got the he has a Jeffrey Combs vibe. He really does. And Edward Van Sloan is the actor who plays the Doctor. Yeah, Doctor Valdez. He's just in all of these mm-hmm. classic black and white movies. I will say though, 
why do they all have English accents? <laughs> that is true. They have the Bodemaster. Well, no, no, some of them have German accents. Yeah. Well, it's where does this take place? Um, I believe it's in Germany. Yeah, but they're all English. <laughs> right. Except for the doctor, Dr. Waldron, who is... I love his introduction to the movie as well. Me too. I love this movie. So. In case you couldn't tell. Overall fan. Yep. All the Universal oh, yeah. are on Peacock right now. Yeah. I really want to watch Bride. I was hoping to watch Bride before this, but I just didn't get around to it. Oh, that's an even sadder movie. <laughs> it really is. Because he found a friend, and then those fucking townies mm-hmm. with their MAGA hats. <laughs> oh, God. Coffee. You got me. <laughs> it wouldn't have been a recording in person if you didn't get me. But no, I, I agree with both of you. This is a fantastic fucking film. Um, as I said to Maurice, you know, and you get earlier, I can't tell which one I like better, this or the creature. It's kind of tied for first. I do watch this one a lot more than the creature. I, this is a Halloween staple for me. I usually watch it on Halloween night. My two go-to Halloween movies are Night of the Living Dead and Frankenstein. Not Halloween. Not Halloween. But on, on actual Halloween night, usually once we get back from trick-or-treating... Uh, you know, Caleb will either be playing with his friends on a video game or just sometimes takes him over to her cousin's house where they have like a little Halloween party and I'm left to my own devices with whatever leftover candy we have. So I watch black and white horror movies and eat way too much candy. Um, but I started watching these, God, I was a kid. I was still living on 22nd Street, so it was before I was 10 years old. Um, I saw the first Frankenstein movie with my mom uh, around Halloween. So it's forever, like, connected to Halloween for me. Mm -hmm. It's the same reason why Night of the Living Dead, because I saw that for the first time with my dad around Halloween. And um, I just, yeah, I like, it doesn't feel like Halloween unless I watch Frankenstein. So I I adore this movie. Um, I don't know, like, I don't think there's any part of it that I would really consider horror. Like, none of it is really scary. Uh, It's just science gone awry. But in the 30s... True, but even then, it's like, you know, I I guess killing a kid. (laughs) I guess that part is a little horrific. Just a But again, it was because he didn't know any better. Mm Mm-hmm. It was very, like, Lenny of Mice and Men. Yes. Oh, George. It was the bunnies. George. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I'm a huge fan. So we'll jump into the, uh, the cast here. We have Henry Frankenstein, not Victor Frankenstein. But Henry Frankenstein, played by Colin Clive. Uh, we know him from The Journey's End, The Bride of Frankenstein, and Mad Love. We have Elizabeth, played by Mae Clark. She's in The Fall Guy, King of the Rocket Men, and Daredevils in the Clouds. Uh, Victor Moritz, plays, uh, or played by John Bowles. Romance of the Underworld, King of Jazz, and Babe in Baghdad. The Monster, played by Boris Karloff. Scarface, The Mummy, The Ghoul, The Black Cat, The Bride of Frankenstein, The Raven, Son of Frankenstein, The Terror. He's in so many things. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. What's that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the voiceover for How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Dr. Waldman, played by Edward Van Sloan. Dracula, the mummy, the phantom creeps, Dracula's daughter. Baron Frankenstein, possibly the best character in the entire movie. Played by Frederick Kerr. He was in Waterloo Brigade. I can never say that word. <laughs> Beauty and the Boss and The Man from Toronto. Fritz, played by Dwight Fry. He's in Dracula, The Maltese Falcon, The Vampire Bat, The Invisible Man, Bride of Frankenstein, Son of Frankenstein, and even The Ghost of Frankenstein. 
He loves them Franks. <laughs> he made a career out of the Frankensteins. Mm. And we have the Burgomaster, played by Lionel Belmore. He was in Hell's Island, The Vampire Bat, Oliver Twist, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, and The Ghost of Frankenstein. And, of course, we have Little Maria, who we've mentioned multiple times, played by Marilyn Harris. She was in Six Hours to Live, Tugboat Annie, and The Bride of Frankenstein. So she, she got better. She's also <laughs> dead now. They're all dead They're now. all dead now. <laughs> the whole cast. She was the only one that I thought might still be alive. I know. I double-checked, too, and I was like, no, wait, no. She would have been, like, over 100 at this point. She would have been 98. 98, really? She was born in August 19th, 1924. Oh, okay, so she was younger than I thought in, in this movie. But for those that have never seen this and are living under a rock and or coming out of a 20-year coma... 90-year um, coma. <laughs> that's true. Uh, the plot of this is Dr. Frankenstein dares to tamper with life and death by creating a human monster out of lifeless body parts. So, as we've discussed multiple times this month, and any anyone listening to this show is going to know who the fuck Frankenstein is, or I'm sorry, the monster... I, I hate it when people are like, oh, technically it's a monster. It's like, yeah, okay. We all know that, but everyone calls him Frankenstein. <laughs> um, but every movie we've covered this month deals with building a body from dead parts. But uh, we open the film with a warning from the creators that the film may horrify you. It's like, okay. I mean, again, back in the day, maybe, but not at all. But we cut in on a funeral. We see Dr. Frankenstein and his helper Fritz watching from behind the gate. I absolutely love this set. Get down, you fool! <laughs> <laughs> the graveyard set and the lab set are two of my favorites in mm-hmm. cinematic history. They just, they're so gorgeous. Like, the, I think they're second only to the cabinet of Dr. Calgary. Like, which is on Shutter. Oh, now, which one is it? Is it the original or is it the remake that they also did in black and white? I think it's the original. Because there is a remake that came out where that is really good. I've watched it. It's a really good remake. It's almost like a shot for shot. I'm gonna. I but know. not like. But not, not like Psycho. Psycho. No. Okay. But um, so yeah. So the groundskeeper finishes burying the coffin, and Doctor Frankenstein and Fritz quickly get to work digging him back up. They then go and find a hanged man. <laughs> I love this because there's just like a dude hanging from the gallows, yeah. and he's like, "Get up there, Fritz! Cut him down." He's like, I don't want to. Mm. <laughs> so Fritz climbs up there, cuts the body down, drops to the ground. They <laughs> love it because Henry goes, ah, the neck is broken. The brain is no good. We must find another brain. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. The overacting is so great in these old movies. They really are. <laughs> it makes it. So we cut to a medical class where we, uh, where uh, the professor, it's uh, Professor Waldman, is showing the differences between the normal brain and that of a violent criminal. Mm. I love when Fritz just kind of pops up in the window watching like, Peekaboo! Mm. Like, he's just like peering in at them. He's a creeper. <laughs> the class ends, everyone leaves, leaving the two brains, uh, two brains in jars on the desk. Fritz pops open the window, sneaks in, grabs the normal brain, and then is jump-scared by a random gong, because of course medical schools have a gong. I thought he grabbed the abnormal brain. He grabbed the normal one first. And then you hear the bong, and he drops the jar, and it breaks. And then he's like, good enough. Yeah, okay. (laughs) And grabs Abby normal. (laughs) No, wait, that's that's young Frankenstein. It (laughs) is the original 1920. Okay, cool. Very cool. The remake, though, if you ever get a chance, don't sleep on it. It's a good one. I didn't know that there was a remake, to be honest. I like. Well, I mean, it's not silent. 
You know, they act, yeah. it's an actual, you know, talkie. <laughs> them talking pictures. It's one of them there talkies. But I love it. He grabs the violent brain and beats feet. He's like, whoop, 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 and just takes <laughs> off. Cut to Frankenstein's betrothed, Elizabeth. Uh, her friend, her, well, both of their friend, Victor, has come to see her at her request. She's worried about Henry. Says she hasn't heard from him in four months and then gets a letter from him telling her to have faith in him and wait. My work, your, my work is much more important. More important than even you. <laughs> I love how he's like, she's going on about how his work must come first, even before her. She goes on to talk about his experiments and how they must be kept secret. She then tells Victor that Henry once told her of his experiments and he said that he's on the verge of something ter- terrific that made him question his own sanity. So Victor tells her not to worry that he'll go see Dr. Waldman, Henry, uh, Henry's teacher at the medical school, and see if they can't get to the bottom of what Henry is up to. She then thanks Victor, and he tries to make a move on her, but she's like, nah, bitch, get your ass back in the friend zone. She's like, I'll be waiting. I'll be patient. <laughs> get your ass back in there. She's like, I saw that bulge through the pants. I'll be waiting. <laughs> well, it's funny, too, because later on when Henry's like, watch over her. Do whatever it takes. He's like, all right, I got it in. Like, Victor's kind of a scuzz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think you ever thought about that, did you? <laughs> not, not like that. No. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Ooh, so... And then, uh, you know, Elizabeth decides she's going <laughs> to... I'm picturing him, that meme of the guy next to the tree, like, rubbing his hands together. Put Victor's head on them? Yeah. <laughs> when the monster kill, kills your man. <laughs> oh. oh. But Elizabeth decides she better go with Vic. Let's make sure he doesn't fuck things up. So we cut to the two of them meeting with Dr. Waldman. He tells him uh, how Frankenstein complained about the bodies at the medical school and that he needed fresher specimens. So very much like uh, old uh, Jeffrey Combs mm-hmm. there. He needed fresher specimens to continue his work. Victor thinks Waldman is uh, talking about rabbits and dogs until Waldman goes, Frankenstein was only interested in human bodies to first destroy life and then recreate it. <laughs> I keep thinking you're going to say Dr. Voldemort. <laughs> Voldemort. <laughs> I love how he's just like, so he left the school to get on with his work. Like, no one cares. Like, he literally told you, I need fresh specimens of human bodies to continue my work. And Waldman's like, Godspeed, good sir. <laughs> Just... <laughs> yep. <laughs> long, long ago. Right. When grave robbing wasn't as bad as it is now. They're like, well, you know, it saves us the work. And we can just put another body in there later. <laughs> but they convince Waldman to come with them. They want to go see Henry in his lab. Half-off cemetery plots. <laughs> Gently used. Pre-owned. <laughs> Certified pre-owned. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to Henry and Fritz working in the lab. And this is where we first get a little peek at the monster on the slab. We see, uh, our Frankenstein explains to Fritz that the brain, brain of a dead man resides in the body of, of the body of a man that he built with his own two hands, waiting to live again. And I'm like, what you mean you built the body? The parts already existed. You just sewed them together. That's like building some Ikea furniture and calling yourself a carpenter. Mm. Like, <laughs> you didn't make Except this. the directions are understandable <laughs> in this case. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's body by Ikea. Yes. So <laughs> body by Ikea. <laughs> I just did my best near Zoolander. <laughs> one day, one day oh. we'll get video. 
Zoolander combined with Frankenstein. I never thought I'd see the day. I mean, his cheeks are... This is true. <laughs> so they check the equipment, and Henry comments on how the storm should be there, or should be at its, its peak very soon, and then they'll be ready. Suddenly, there's a knock at the door. <laughs> and Fritz is like, what is going on? I'll get rid of them. He quickly covers the body like, oh shit, it's the fuzz. <laughs> but Fritz goes there to the door, and I love it. He just opens it go, you can't see him, go away. I think it's funny before, he's like, I'll show them messing this time of night. <laughs> what? You know what it reminded me of, though, is the munchkin at the, the gates of the Emerald City. He's like, no, go away. <laughs> <laughs> and shuts the little munchkin door. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so, outside, Elizabeth, Victor, and Waldman yell for Henry, who realizes that it's Elizabeth, and heads down to the door. And he's no, no, standing at the like, window. what do you want? Yeah, that's true. He's at the window. He's like, what do you want? <laughs> Go away! <laughs> Can't you see I'm busy? Did Are you illiterate? <laughs> and he reluctantly lets a bit out of the storm, and Elizabeth and tells Elizabeth that uh, tells Elizabeth that she needs to go away, that she'll ruin everything. And I'm like, damn, dude. <laughs> it's such a Jeffrey Combs thing. Like I, I've probably seen this movie <laughs> upward of a hundred times. Mm-hmm. And I've no, you know what? He doesn't have as lovely eyelashes as Jeffrey Combs. That's true. I, I'm sure that Jeffrey Combs based a lot uh, of his his uh, portrayal from the Reanimator on Colin. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm sure he did. His Herbert West is definitely Colin Clive. But uh, <laughs> because then Victor is like Henry, you're crazy, and Henry's like crazy, am I? Let me show you how big my dick really is. Come up to the lab. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> he just unleashes, like, zip, ha And it's his third leg so he can climb the stairs faster. It's <laughs> like, follow my big swinging dick and walk the leg. Came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> it's a baby's arm holding an apple. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I love when they get up to the lab, Henry looks at Victor and is like, sit down, please. Victor stands his ground and Henry's just like, I said, sit down. Mm. And he hangs his head and doesn't. And then he looks at Elizabeth and goes, Elizabeth, do you please sit down as well? But he's like, sit, sit. Like he's dangling a little treat in front of him. But Victor's look, he's like, oh. <laughs> Just sits down all sad. Because Victor's a bitch. He is. He is a bitch. He thinks that if he does everything Henry tells him, then mm. He's going to get in good with Elizabeth. Going to get some of that Lizzie pussy. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dr. Waldman is snooping around. It tries to peek under the sheet until Fritz and Henry stop. They're like, no, 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 don't look. Fritz is about to cut a bitch. <laughs> he really is. He's like, no! He chases after him and slams the curtain down, or the, the sheet back down. And so... <laughs> she had a cattle prod. Right? Henry gets up in the doctor's face. It's all like, when you taught me, you said that the ultraviolet ray was the highest color on the spectrum. But guess what, bitches? I learned of one higher, and it can bring back the dead. Big dick, Hank. <laughs> I mean, not really, but that's basically what happened. Do you think when they were putting the body together, Henry was like, and he cannot have a dick bigger than my own? <laughs> that's why Frankie's so angry. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that explains a lot of how he handles the rejection in, the in Pride. <laughs> yeah. 
like, oh. he's like, not size, motion <laughs> in ocean. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> we belong dead. <laughs> oh, God. If I'm stuck with this little dick, just kill me. <laughs> Pulls the thing down and electricity shoots out of his cock. <laughs> That's is, what blows up the lamp. This has suddenly turned into a Frankenhooker sequel. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Lord. I mean, to be fair, every Universal movie that we've covered so far, there have been a lot of dick jokes. <laughs> Creature turned into a porno being filmed on set. Yep. That was from the other movie they were filming. <laughs> Wolfman was all about how much Larry wanted to fuck everything. Oh, shit. Okay. Ooh, okay. Uh, then the Invisible Man is all about rape. That's true. We haven't gotten that one yet. Right. <laughs> we will one day. But he tells him that he's learned how to reanimate the dead using this ray. The first, and, and at first he brought back animals. Then he kept a human heart beating for three weeks. And now he'll bring back the life of a body he's created. Stolen parts from graves, gallows, hobos, etc. <laughs> the storm begins kicking up and Fritz and Henry get to work. They raise the table with the monster into the night sky, get zapped, few, zapped a few times. They lower him back down and Henry sees the body begin twitching. And he, like, has an orgasm. Like, that is the most intense orgasm mm-hmm. ever captured on film. This is that... It's the most iconic scene, I think, of any Universal Monster movie. Oh, I, I totally the, agree. It's alive, alive, alive. And he's like, it's alive. He's vibrating. He's jizzing all over everything. And they're like, hold him still. Again, he's like, big dick, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this is where Act 1 ends, with Henry jizzing all over the place. <laughs> what do you guys think so far? <laughs> I'm here Good. for it. Maurice is like, you guys are ruining my favorite movie, you pricks. <laughs> now, I, I absolutely love the set designs. Like I said, the lab is gorgeous. Like, it is such a cool set design. Um, although, I don't understand. They, they, it's, it's what, a watchtower that he's in? Because it's not a castle. It was a windmill. No, no, the windmill's, no, the the windmill's the at the end. No, it was... Because um... I think they call it a watchtower earlier. Yeah. And I was like, that's weird that a watchtower is set up with a dungeon and a lab. <laughs> Simpler times. I mean, back, yeah. It was Germany. Oh, yeah, okay. That may, <laughs> they do things differently there. But Act 2 begins, we cut in on Victor and Elizabeth talking to Baron Frankenstein, Henry's father, who thinks something is wrong with his son. <laughs> Elizabeth and Victor try to assure him that everything is fine, but the Baron ain't buying it and thinks his son is cheating on Elizabeth. He's like, there's another woman, I know it. I'm going to find out. <laughs> As he's smoking his little pipe. <laughs> And then we enter the Burgomaster. He's all worked up, waiting for the wedding between Elizabeth and Henry. Tells him that everything is in order and the town is just awaiting the official date. He's a funny-looking little man. He really is. He's got them weird chops on the side that <laughs> stick way out. And they don't look good on him, like on uh, in The Hobbit, Bilbo. Old mm-hmm. Bilbo. Well, see, he's got that thing going on where he's bald all the way to the back. And then he's got the, the hair shooting out behind his ears, but it's also connecting to the chops. So it just kind of looks like he's wearing a sweater around the side of his face and the back of his head. It looks really strange. Mm. <laughs> but So he's all worked up waiting for the official date. The Baron shoes him away, telling him that nothing is set just yet. 
After he leaves, the Baron tells Victor and Elizabeth that this can't go on. Henry can't keep everyone waiting like this. You know, that he's convinced there's another woman and he intends to find her and takes off. Why would he abandon this? He's got a house, good food, good drink. Doesn't he say something? He's got a bathroom. <laughs> he's like, a good woman. <laughs> a good bath. Good woman. <laughs> we cut to Henry in his lab with Dr. Waldman. Waldman is convinced that nothing good can come from Henry's creation and is warning him to lock him up. Of course, Henry thinks it's nonsense that his creation is just young and still learning. During this conversation, Henry finds out that the brain Fritz stole from the lab was that of a criminal. For a moment, he looks nervous and tells Waldman that the brain has nothing, is nothing more than a bit of dead tissue and that he can still learn. Then they hear the monster coming, and Henry explains that he's kept the creature in darkness so far, so they turn off all the lights. And then we get our big reveal as the monster enters the room backwards. Now, and I get why they did this, but it cracks me up like they just talked about him learning, and he's like, I don't know doors! <laughs> he's like walking it backwards. <laughs> Like and it, then he turns around, dun, dun, dun. You get the zoom in on the fa- And I mean, it is great makeup. Yeah. Like, we, we can't oh. deny that. It looks fantastic. Um, so Henry leads the monster to a chair and asks him to sit. Sit. <laughs> sit. <laughs> Takes a few tries, but eventually he gets it. And Fritz that fuck. Well, that's coming. That's coming. He opens the skylight and shows him light. It's actually kind of sad because... He the, reaches for it. Yeah, and then stands up and he's trying to grab the light. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, You know. <laughs> then he closes it. And the monster looks at Henry like, dude, what the fuck? He's like, hmm. <laughs> Why'd it's you very take that sad. Away? Then in comes Fritz with the torch. He's like, yeah, yeah. What the fuck was that all about? <laughs> Fritz don't like him. <laughs> he's like he promised he'd remove the hunt from my back but instead he built a man <laughs> Fritz the fucker <laughs> right oh man so yeah he just starts fucking with the monster from, for some reason and Henry's like telling him get away with the torch and Fritz is just hovering around like I'm not touching you I'm not touching you it's like dude what the fuck leave him alone <laughs> oh the growl <laughs> Well, Fritz gets his. Yeah, he does. But the monster flips out and begins swiping at Fritz. Waldman cold cocks the monster upside the back of the head, and they tackle him to the ground and tie him up. <laughs> Cut to the monster shackled in the basement, flipping out. Fritz comes down and starts yelling that at... motherfucker. <laughs> right? Fritz comes down and starts yelling at the monster to be quiet and begins whipping him. <laughs> Henry comes in and tells Fritz to leave him alone and takes the whip and leaves. He doesn't... Make sure Fritz leaves. He's just like, give me that. Yeah. And walks away. So, uh, yeah. Poor little man. Not Fritz. Right. He's a fucker. Yeah, he, but he is technically the little man. He is the little <laughs> man. <laughs> a couple minutes later. But once he's gone, Fritz picks up the, up the torch and begins fucking with the monster again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So, cut to Henry and Waldman in the lab. They suddenly hear a howl of pain. And they realize it's Fritz and run off to investigate. Mm-hmm. Now, I do have to say, I, I liked his method here. Yeah, old Frankie could have just choked him out. No, he hung the bitch. Yeah. <laughs> he hung him up like, this is what happens to people who piss me off. That's right. He sent a message. <laughs> he did. <laughs> so, yeah, they find Fritz hanging dead in the dungeon next to the monster. They try to get Fritz down, and the monster chases him out. Henry and Waldman lock him in the dungeon and decide they must kill the monster. Henry gets a syringe and a torch. They plan to lure the monster out toward Henry, and then Waldman would jump out and inject the monster with the with, drugs, knocking him out. With a half grain. With what? Half grain. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and 
They let him out. Waldman injects the monster. The monster throws Waldman to the ground and begins choking Henry. Before he can finish him out, the drugs kick in. He's like, oh, what the fuck? And it falls over. He got roofied. He really did. But I love the look on his face because he blinks a couple times. And, and it's like he can't see and he's like... He had a, mm-hmm. he had a Herman Munster moment. He really did. <laughs> Drops over. So just then, there's a knock at the door. It's Victor come to warn Henry that Elizabeth and his father are on their way to see him. They quickly stash the monster's body in the dungeon. Elizabeth and the Baron show up. And I love how the Baron is just... He's literally the stereotypical angry old man. He's complaining about it. It's cold here. Look at the state of this place. Is this supposed to be the door? (laughs) Who can live in a place like this? What is a torch doing on the floor? You're trying to burn it down? Where's the bath? (laughs) He's just... (laughs) The whole time, he's just bitching. I love it. (laughs) Elizabeth and the Baron head up to the lab to see Henry while Victor and Waldman hang back. Elizabeth opens the door to the lab. Henry collapses. She calls for help. Victor and Waldman come running. Uh, They they help Henry over to a bed. The Baron tells Henry that he must come home. Henry protests, but Waldman assures him that he will preserve his records and destroy the monster painlessly. Henry reluctantly agrees agrees with his father and heads home. Painlessly? He's about to fucking dissect him while he's still alive. I know, right? But he does say painlessly. <laughs> so, <laughs> fucking liar. He's like, ah, you're made out of people parts. You ain't gonna feel nothing. So we cut to Waldman studying the unconscious monster. He plans to dissect the creature, as you said. Gathers up his tools. The, monsters play, <laughs> the monster plays dead. And as soon as Waldman checks his heart, he grabs his neck and throttles the fuck out of him. He's just like, (laughs) You're dead now. He's a bobblehead. He really was. He just grabbed him by the neck and shook him. Like a British nanny and an infant. It reminded me so Ripley, when we give her her treat every Mm -hmm. night, we do the sit, lay down, and then I give it to her, and she picks it up, and she, like, runs through the house shaking her head, and, like, <laughs> like it's the greatest thing ever, and that's what I thought of when I saw that part. I was like, aw, it's, it's Ripley with her treat. It's a puppet treat. <laughs> Just shaking it back and forth. Dr. Walden oh. flavor. <laughs> so it's German. Yes. <laughs> So the monster escapes the tower and out into the countryside. Involved in schnitzel. <laughs> exactly. Oh, so we cut to Henry and Elizabeth in the garden of the Frankenstein estate planning their wedding. We then cut to the wedding day where the whole town is happy and ready for the festivities. Baron Frankenstein, or Frankenstein, yeah, Frankenstein I can't say the word, opens the bottle of his grandmother's wine and shares it with his guests in a toast to his son. And he lets the servants have some, too. No, no, he doesn't. He says, like I wrote it, he goes, give the servants some champagne. This is wasted on them. Oh, that's so, right, that's right. I was like, he wouldn't let them have the good stuff. <laughs> and I love it, though, because the butler's like, cheers, and they all drink. And to House Frankenstein. There's the one lady at the end. Like, everyone takes one sip and puts it back. And, and she's, she's like, like oh, oh, bitches. She's like, you gonna finish that? You gonna finish that? She was trying to gulp it down. It was fantastic. So now we cut to the monster wandering through the woods near the lake. Nearby, we see little Maria and her father. Her father tells her that he has to finish his work, and then they're going to go to the village and have a grand old time at the celebration. So dad leaves Maria. Da- uh, Daddy, won't you stay and play with me? I'm very busy right now, my love. <laughs> I've got some work to do. All right. 
Oh, all right, you play with that pussy till I come back. <laughs> That's true, he does tell her. <laughs> oh. So she goes to play down by the water. The monster comes out toward her and she decides, hey, I'm going to play with the monster. Would you like to play with me? <laughs> this scene, oh, I know we talked about it, but my God, I laugh every <laughs> fucking time. So she, she shows the monster... She's picking flower heads off and throwing them in the water, and they're floating like a little boat. She goes, I can make a boat. Do you want to see? And she... Mama had a baby and its head popped. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. The old dandelions. But Frankie gets all excited. You know, he throws, he's like, oh, <laughs> he's all happy about it. But then there's no more flowers, so he picks her up. And he's not even being <laughs> aggressive with her, but she's like, ow, ow. She's like, stop, put me down. You're hurting me. And then he's like, boom. <laughs> He just, like, tosses her. She belly flops. And sinks like a brick. It isn't even that deep. Like, she she, she had a fighting chance. Like, yeah, she, she could just have stood up. up. Right. <laughs> she just laid underwater. And he spins around. And the look on his face, he's just like, oh, oh, shit. Like, like I said, I need an adult. And then he runs back into the woods. And the willow tree, like, the low-hanging branches hit him in the face. And he's like, Rrr. <laughs> fights the willow tree. <laughs> oh my god. You picture him like the Notre Dame <laughs> mascot fighting Irish. Like, what you do, son? I like, again, this whole the moment he picks her up until we cut to the next scene, I'm in tears every time I watch it. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. So we cut back to the festivities. Elizabeth tells Henry she needs to speak with him alone and tells him that she can't shake the feeling that something bad is going to happen. She mentions that, mentions that Dr. Waldman isn't there yet, and something is wrong. And Henry, Henry's like, oh, Elizabeth, he's always late. <laughs> he's like, it's fine, you dizzy dame, just calm down. <laughs> he goes, you have, just need some rest. Have some of the opium. <laughs> right? I love how in these movies, anytime a woman gives any warning, it's just like, there, there, you just need some rest. <laughs> like, go to sleep. <laughs> I used to do that to Ella when she was little, and she would get real wound up. I would just like... Go sleep. <laughs> it never worked. It just made her laugh. <laughs> you go sleep now. But Victor comes to the door and tells Henry that Dr. Waldman was found dead and the monster has been seen in the hills terrorizing the mountainside. Who found him? <laughs> Maybe that's what, what Marie's dad had to go do. Go check on the doctor. Oh shit, he's dead. <laughs> I better check on my kid. <laughs> Crikey. But I love it. Henry does the only logical thing and locks his bride in her room. Like, what the fuck? How does how does monster out in the countryside equate to you ain't getting out of here? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but so they hear the monster groaning and think he's in the house upstairs. Henry and Victor run around the house trying to find the monster. Meanwhile, the monster sneaks into Elizabeth's room through the window, like peekaboo. <laughs> and I was like, for such a big dude, he's quiet as fuck. And I love it because she's like pacing and he's just walking behind her like, mm-hmm. I love to sing up. I'm off the moon. <laughs> no, she was saying But no, when she walked toward the door and he walked right behind oh, her. Yeah. And then she turns and sees him and, and, you know, screams. And we cut to Henry and the others hear her scream and go running downstairs and find her just sprawled out on the bed. And <laughs> the monster's like, whoop, 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 just takes off mm-hmm. out the window. <laughs> like, what happened there, buddy? <laughs> oh, shit. Shot her in the eye. <laughs> he got a little excited. So this is kind of where Act Two ends. What are you guys thinking so far? Still having a good time. 
Rest in peace, little Maria. I can't. You're not a boat. I <laughs> Make friends. No, she's the Titanic. Make friends your own age. <laughs> I know it's supposed <sighs> to be shocking, but it's just fucking hilarious. And I, I wonder, at the time... Did it come off shocking, or did oh, people yeah. laugh as well? No, no people, it, they were really I, shocked, and yeah. they were worried. I saw this on, like, this countdown show I'm watching on Shudder. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it was the Boris Karloff documentary on Shudder. I can't remember. But he was concerned how mm. the actress was going to respond to seeing him. Gotcha. And she she liked him, right? She liked him, yeah. Yeah, yeah I read that. But I, I still wonder if it was one of those things, like we always heard when we were kids, you know, like... You know, oh, you, you can't watch these Friday the Thirteenth movies. They're so violent; it's gonna, it's gonna warp your mind. And then people that were actually watching them were like, yeah, "Look at that!" No, I really think that people, because it was motion pictures were still so new, right? And you didn't see things like this ever in True. entertainment. So I really do think that it was shocking and mm-hmm. like, Maybe. clutch my pearls. <laughs> But, uh, I don't know, maybe we're just jaded as, you know... I think we're jaded. I mean, <laughs> first horror movie I ever remember seeing is The Exorcist. Yeah, for me it was Return of the Living Dead. So, yeah, so, you know. there you go. We're pretty jaded, I guess. But Act 3 begins with Maria's dad carrying her lifeless body through the streets of the town. And he looks like he's blind. <laughs> exactly. Like, do you notice, like, he's carrying her and he's just like... Well, I, think he's supposed to be, I think he's supposed to be in shock. Right. No, he looks blind. Cut to Maria's dad carrying her lifeless body through the streets of town. Takes her body to the Burgomaster and tells him, tells him she's been murdered. How? How do you know this? <laughs> like, so, she drowned. Right. I mean, that doesn't mean you're murdered. She's a little kid. She, right. could have been, she, clear, she clearly couldn't swim in two feet of water. So when I was little and watched this movie... I thought it was Burgermaster, <laughs> and I thought he, like, was really good at making hamburgers. <laughs> I thought that was, like, a thing back in the old days. It's, it's like Burger King's version of Mayor McCheese. Yes. <laughs> it's the Burgermaster. <laughs> oh, my God. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> and as soon as the town sees the dead kid, they get in an uproar and start demanding justice. They're like, yeah, she was murdered, see? <laughs> rebel, 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 rebel. But she was floating next to some daisies. <laughs> no, she she wasn't floating. She sank like a rock. Somebody <laughs> threw her in there. <laughs> so we get to Henry talking to Victor. He tells him that he made the monster and he has to destroy it. Victor tries to stop him, but Henry tells him to stay and look after Elizabeth. No matter what happens, I'm leaving you or leaving her in your care. He's like, so you saying I got a chance? <laughs> I was gonna say he totally misunderstood the assignment because he got happy. <laughs> But back to the angry mob outside the Burgomaster's office. They split up they split up the town into three groups. One to search the woods, another to search by the lake, and another to search the mountains. Now we get our angry mob scene that we see in every every time they do like the classic countdown of horror movies, we always see the sequence of them marching through the town like with the torches. Mm-hmm. Monster's gonna die tonight. Fucking monster's gonna die tonight. Yeah, yeah, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> so, eventually, Henry, uh, Henry splits off from the group, searching for the monster up on a cliff. 
He finds the monster. Like, what prompted him to look on a cliff? I know, he's like, they're walking down a path, and he's like, this way, fellows! And he starts climbing up some rocks. They're like, nah, fuck that. And they just keep walking down the actual path. But he makes it up to the cliffside, finds the monster, the two get into a scuffle, the monster beats Henry down, hears the villagers coming, and drags him off to the old windmill. I love it because he looks over the cliff like, ah, oh, fuck. All right, come on, you come with me. Just drags him by the foot for a bit. <laughs> I'm picturing Henry like, like every bump in the rope. <laughs> well, that's the thing, because at first we see him dragging him, but then he's got him over his shoulder. <laughs> he's like, this is much easier. <laughs> the villagers chase, uh, chase him and the... The villagers chase him, but the monster accidentally barricades him and himself and Henry inside. So, because he gets in the windmill and he knocks a bunch of shit over. The villagers give chase. Exactly. The clothed villagers give chase. The non-dickless Georgie. But they, he breaks into the windmill, knocks a bunch of shit over, and it collapses in front of the door, blocking him in. And he's just like, like, convenient. It walks away. Plot device. <laughs> He then goes up to the top of the windmill as the villagers attempt to beat the door down. Henry comes to, tries to escape the monster, but the monster grabs a hold of him and shakes him until he turns into a rag doll and he's thrown over the side of the windmill where he hits one of the windmill blades. And, the and worst, he's still alive. Worst dummy scene ever. Oh my god. I Again, this is much like Maria. I laugh every time. Because he's just like, frap. <laughs> The windmill blade goes around. He bounces and then whoop. And falls off. And then they're all like, oh, Henry. And they all go and check on him. And he's still alive somehow. He would have broken his back. He would have broke everything. Even his big dick. <laughs> That's what saved him. He landed on his big dick. <laughs> his dick broke all the falls. It's a good thing I have so much extra padding down here. Oh, Lord. His balls literally were bouncy balls. Ba-boing, ba-boing, ba-boing. <laughs> it was like that one South Park episode of Randy gets nut cancer. <laughs> it's like a hippity hop. Oh, my God. So the villagers spaz out and set fire to the old mill while the others carry Henry off. The monster screams in terror and tries in vain to find a way out of the burning building. Eventually, the ceiling collapses, trapping him in the mill as it burns. The villagers watch and cheer. Cut to the house of Frankenstein. The servants are bringing the bottle of Henry's great-grandmother's wine to his room. The Baron stops them, taking a glass for himself, saying, Oh, Henry doesn't need this now. <laughs> I'm an old lush. I'll drink it myself. Great woman, my, my grandmother. <laughs> so I had a lot of foresight making sure my grandfather didn't drink all of this wine. But he goes, The Baron toasts to, the son, to his son and to the future of the house of Frankenstein and drinks the wine as the servants giggle. Credits, the end. <laughs> Final thoughts. What do you guys think? Great movie. Yes. <laughs> I, it's very funny, though. Very it, wacky. It is. Very, very It is. Good. All of these movies end, like, so abruptly. Like, he's recuperating in bed, and the Baron's like, I'm going to drink this wine. <laughs> and yeah. then at the end of, like, The Bride of Frankenstein, mm -hmm. they're just all dead, and they're like, oh, Henry! <laughs> at the end of the mummy yep it's the same thing like it ends and then there's the skeleton of the mummy on the ground well the creature ended just as abruptly exactly like, yeah they all just like, like creature's like, dead we out bye that's how it should be <laughs> <laughs> Maurice is like fuck all this waiting for the credits bullshit <laughs> 
Oh man, no, I I I loved it. It's like I said, it's it's extremely funny to me. Like it is a very funny film. Um, I love the character of of Baron Frankenstein. He's every scene with him, he just chews it up. Mm-hmm. You know the well. Henry is one of the most iconic horror movie characters in horror history. Mm-hmm. Mainly just from that it's a live scene. Like, it's just so fucking iconic. And used in so many other forms of media. It, like, it's quoted all the time. Wasn't this Boris Karloff's first movie? Mm, I th- oh, do I have that in the... In the oh, I thought I read somewhere that he was like 44 when he did this. Uh, he, like, he, he was, was in his 40s. Was it yeah, hurt? you're right. Boris Karloff is considered a late bloomer in Hollywood. Frankenstein, nineteen thirty one, premiered when he was forty four years old. Okay, was yeah. First, yeah. So, yeah, a couple of, that was in the in the trivia here. We have a little bit. Well, we have a lot of trivia. IMDb has a ton of trivia, but I only wrote down a few things. Um, this I found funny. Boris's Karloff, Boris Karloff's shoes weighed thirteen pounds each. Wow. That's some heavy fucking feet. No wonder he was, like, stomping around. Yeah, right? He looks so quiet in Elizabeth's boudoir. Well, and you notice when he kept leaning forward, it's like, yeah, no wonder you're not tipping. You're being weighed down. You have anchors. Yeah. (laughs) But the commonly called bolts in the neck of the monster are actually electrodes. They look like bolts. They're bolts. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Let me see here. This film was banned in Kansas upon its original release. On the grounds that it exhibited cruelty, uh, cruelty intended to debase moral, morals. So, apparently the little girl, I don't know, like, they're saying that it was just too cruel and made people have less morals after watching it. Because of Victor trying to get in her pants. Uh, there you go. They were all afraid of Big Dick Hank, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. They're like, his dick is far too big for Kansas. <laughs> We cannot abide by a penis at large. His dick is bigger than the state of Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> Young Dorothy would not approve. <laughs> I feel like there was a movie that was made about James Whale called Gods and Monsters, which actually is a quote from The Bride of Frankenstein. There is a movie called Gods and Monsters, and I, I've never seen it. Continue, I'm going to look it up. Um, one thing that I found interesting is that the monster's makeup design by uh, Jack P. Pierce is under copyright at Universal through the year 2026. Mm, they better renew so, it. I was going to say, four more years and it's <clears throat> it copyrights up. Um, yes. It has Ian McKellen and yeah, uh, Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Yep. And it's about the last days of James Whale. Interesting. I've never seen it. Um, this I found interesting, because I never knew this before looking up the credits, and I, I feel like I felt a little horror movie cred slip away when I read this, and I went, oh shit, how did I never know this? A 20-minute test reel starring Bella Lugosi as the monster, directed by Robert Flory, was filmed on the Dracula 1931 sets. The footage has not been seen since 1931 and is considered lost. Only a poster featuring a, the vague likeness of Lugosi as a 30-foot colossus remains. I've seen the poster. I didn't know. I didn't look at it that closely to realize that it's Lugosi's likeness. Huh. I when I read that, I looked it up, and yeah, you can kind of tell. That's because it's like it's the poster. I'm sure you guys have seen it. The big green colossus. He's holding a person in his hand. Mm-hmm. And you see like the villagers running from it. Mm-hmm. That was made to look like Lugosi because originally he was considered to be the monster. Huh. So I was like, no shit. I like I felt I felt it eek away. I'm like, oh god, my horror movie cred. I also heard that before Boris Karloff and before even Bela Lugosi, mm-hmm. 
it was going to be Sylvester Stallone. You know, as I, the monster. I heard that he was going to be the monster, and Stallone or and Schwarzenegger was going to play Maria. <laughs> you put me down. I don't float. <laughs> play with me, Daddy. <laughs> oh, your boat. Oh, I need an adult. <laughs> oh, lordy. This one has been silly. Um, a microphone was placed in the coffin used in the funeral scene to amplify the sound of grave dirt hitting the lid. Such a simple effect, but it's like, shit, yeah, that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. you yeah. do hear it like when he's throwing the dirt in there. It's like, that's cool. I love finding out those little, like, super simple old school effects that filmmakers use to create yeah. what they create. But this is also, and I, f- I found this interesting because we've seen this countless times. This is the first film to use the famous castle thunder sound effect. So the thunder and the, the storm sequence, mm-hmm. this is the one that originated it. In all those other movies, we like House of a Thousand Corpses, Frank and Hooker, we've heard that sound effect used throughout. It's like, it's like the Wilhelm scream. It gets used again and again and again. 91 years. This is the originator. I was like, that's fucking cool. <laughs> but, all right, well, we... I don't know, unless you guys have anything else to talk about, we'll get into our social media. Let's go into the social media. Let's go into it. So, for those of you not following us, we are The Boogeyman's Closet on both Facebook and the Instagrams. Maurice handles our Twitter, and what is that good, sir? That Boogeyman's the... Thank you very much. We're also part of the Rad Pantheon. We are, so check out Rad Pantheon on all the socials or radpantheon.com for other podcasts like this, along with a bunch of cool artists and writers and musicians doing some rad stuff. Uh, We do have a Patreon. It is going to be on pause for the next month as we are taking our second break. Uh, We will be taking a break for the month of November. We will be coming back in December... With Christmas Horror Round 3. We can't have Christmas without Christmas Horror until we start scraping the bottom of the barrel. Then we might have to move on from Christmas Horror. But we're already getting into some weird shit. I got some fun stuff planned. But, uh... Is the... Hopper... Hooper... Violent uh, Violent Night. Yeah, is that coming out? That's coming to theaters in December. Boo. So, maybe a December Patreon? If we all see it? Maybe. May have. But uh, definitely check the socials because we will have the votes going up in a couple of weeks. Uh, Actually, by the time you hear this, it'll probably be the following week. I'll be putting the votes up for Christmas Horror so we can kind of get a jump start on it since Christmas is such a busy year. uh, Busy year. Busy time of the year. Um, We want to get a little bit of a head start on our Christmas Horror. Uh, So definitely check the social media to be able to vote. And like I said, we will come back in December with our Patreon special. So November, we're just going to take a break. But in the meantime, listen to some other Rad Pantheon podcasts, such as So It's Come to This, a Simpsons Family Podcast. Count Creepyhead. Yep, Count Creepyhead, Saturday Morning Monster Mash, Raised by Rentals. Um, Heretic Parties, another really good one if you're not checking it out. There's a lot of fun podcasts to check out on the Rad Pantheon. But since uh, this is our, our, our last episode for a month, do you guys have any, any messages for the listeners? Nope. <laughs> Tell. <laughs> Everybody have a happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Big Dick! Big Dick Hank!
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, follow us on Instagram at the Boogeyman's Closet, where you can stay up to date with everything we have planned. Thank you.